The women's lustful moans and orgasmic screams came to her with such force that it caused her nipples to harden and her throat to moan, regardless of the intense and disorienting scene before her. She looked to find the farthest end and saw that the togas became darker, older, as though she was bearing witness all the way back in time to the ancient sins of Sodom and Gomorrah. Eve, caught in powerful sexual rapture, was desperate for balance and tried to steady herself, but control never came. The scent of sweet foreign incenses swirled around her in thick, palpable wafts of air. Her heart thumped in her ears, competing with the heavy, pounding music that seemed to come from everywhere. Hypnotized. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, and Smashwords. Hey, Lurid listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks podcast. This is Rose Carraway. Well, after exactly one year of podcasting the Kiss Me Quicks, Stupid Fish Productions has earned enough money to remodel my recording studio. Yay! I've been taking tons of pictures and will be putting them up on my Facebook page to show you guys the progress. I didn't go out and hire a contractor, though. I actually have my man doing all the construction, and let me tell you, he is earning some major man points. Because all this construction is going on around me, my sound equipment has been stuffed in a corner, covered up from the dust, so the episode I wanted to get out to you has been put on hold until the studio is done. And this recording is being done on my iPhone, so I apologize for the poor sound. But in honor of my first year mark, I am releasing Rim Job, the bonus episode that I have been holding out just to send to the folks that have left me a review in iTunes, liked my Facebook fan page, and donated to the show. Don't worry, I will be replacing the bonus episode with another hot little story very soon, too. Alrighty, lured listeners, whether you're new to the show or not, because I am grateful for your subscribing, here is the bonus episode, Rim Job, starring Eddie the Auger Harley, who, by the way, is the star of my next ebook that will be out very soon for your reading pleasure. I will also get it set to an audio version, just like I have done for my ebook Hypnotized, which will also be released very soon. Still waiting on this construction stuff, so please be patient. And now I bring you Rim Job. Hello, lurid listeners. Welcome to a special edition of the Kiss Me Quicks podcast. This is Rose Carraway. If you're hearing this bonus episode, it's because you've helped in some tangible and dramatic way. I want to express my deepest appreciation to you, and I hope you enjoy this special episode. As I mentioned on Panties Are for Amateurs, this is from my upcoming audiobook. It's another of my many stories featuring Eddie the Auger Harley and his adventures in porn. I like Eddie. Eddie the Auger Harley is a fun guy. He's not squeamish. He doesn't flinch. He doesn't give up or quit. And Eddie, the thing with Eddie is he doesn't really do it for the money. He does it for the chicks at home, the chicks on the set, anybody or everybody that watches and likes it. Eddie loves women. They are his favorite people, his favorite thing, his um, 
reason for being. And he will never fail, although there will be times he gets kind of pushed to the limits. But um, not in Rim Job. Rim Job is basically, you know, pornos are, they go two ways. Either there's too much bad acting or there's too much bad sex. And I like Eddie to not have to memorize lines and to fuck well. Um, and I, I want to sort of encapsulate that, but I want to give it a little bit of depth. Even though I've never myself been on a porno set, if I were Eddie, this is how I'd want it to go. So again, thank you very much for all of your support. And here you go. Without further ado, I bring you Rim Job. All I'm saying is we aren't going to start any rumors about it, Dickie. Just let it alone. Francisco tugged at the short spikes on Eddie's head. It's not rumor if I heard it from his mouth, Francisco. Dickie dragged the cloth a little hard against Eddie's forehead, and he was beginning to think that the black powder makeup would soon cover his whole face. He was supposed to look like a car mechanic, not a chimney sweep. He said he was getting a divorce, Francisco said to his partner. No, not exactly, but I have a sixth sense when it comes to understanding couples. Chuck and the heifer are going to split. Trust me. Now he was grinding the black powder into Eddie's forehead. You have talent, I'm not arguing that, but you can't tell the future. Francisco tugged at the spikes a little harder. Look, the heifer was asking again, and Chuck got all pissed. He told her that if she didn't stop asking, then he would leave. Dickie was flinging the makeup cloth around, and Eddie had to guard his face against potential injury. Francisco breathed impatience when Eddie was forced to duck away. Dickie continued. Then he got all red in the face, called the heifer a bitch, and hung up. Now both hands planted onto his hips. Tell me that's not a recipe for a split. The heifer was Chuck's wife. Francisco pulled Eddie's head where he wanted it, then tugged some spikes that had fallen when Eddie dove for cover against the makeup rag. Eddie didn't care that Chuck might or might not split from his wife. In his opinion, no one in the porn industry should get married. The same went for anyone in Hollywood. There was just too much pressure. And no one should expect their marriage to stand the test of time in that kind of environment. Don't marry and fuck who you wanted. That was Eddie's credo. Look, I just don't want to have the guy so fucked up in the head that he won't let us partner up with Lurid Productions. We need this, Dickie. We brought Eddie in, and now he's Chuck's meal ticket. We don't want to be the rumor mill and get him pissed at us, okay? Can you do that for me, please? Francisco's fingers began working again. You guys are thinking about partnering up? It was Eddie's turn. He didn't get involved with the business end of things, but he was brought in by Francisco and Dickie, and they were his friends. Dickie and Francisco both stopped grooming and stared at each other, making a silent decision to let Eddie in on a big secret. Eddie was interested in what it would mean for him. Francisco walked around and stood next to Dickie. 
They looked over to Chuck, who looked like he was trying to take a shit while standing up. His colorful vocabulary carried through the mechanic shop. You can't breathe a word of this to anyone, Francisco warned. Chuck's wife wants to be in one of the rim job episodes with you, Eddie. Francisco waited for him to absorb. What? His wife's in the business? Eddie asked. He was flattered and couldn't help the smile that grew. No, she's a fucking stay-at-home mom and has about ten years on you. And Chuck does not want her to fuck you, Francisco said with finality. Please, she's fifty. She's got thirty years on Augur. Dickie scrunched up his nose. God, her pussy's probably all wrinkled and dried out. Can it, Dickie? Francisco scolded. We need to keep our heads down for a while. I just want to buy him out. Fuck this drama shit and make him work for us. They pretended to be busy with getting ready for the shoot, but all three of them studied the director. He was livid. His face was so puffed up and red, and when he finally had enough, he threw his phone with his wife still squawking on the other end against the garage's rolled-down metal door. The sound made heads pop up from computer monitors, cameras, and overhead scaffolding where the Klieg lights were still being adjusted. Chuck screamed at no one and everyone how much he hated his whore wife. I think you called it, Dickie. Any woman that can make her man go into a fit like that is toast. Francisco pecked Dickie on the cheek and they got back to work on Eddie. Dickie was smiling from ear to ear, his makeup rag like a feather against Eddie's skin. Lurid Productions was the name of the company they worked for. Chuck was the founder and owned the small fledgling company, but without Francisco and Dickie, he would have no talent and no idea about any of the legal aspects required for filming adult movies. Together, the gay couple was smarter and so much more talented that they made a hack like Chuck look like he knew what he was doing. Chuck wanted 100 k for half ownership from them, and it was slow coming. Eddie was Lurid's one and only male star, and the public wanted him bad. When Dickie had scouted around and found Christy, the fans went wild. Blogs blew up. Emails flooded their inboxes. There was a raw and genuine chemistry between Eddie and her, and they all wanted to capitalize on it. What Chuck knew about the porn industry couldn't fill a bucket, but he knew the smell of money and went wherever his nose led him. And he had the one thing none of the others had. Cash. The mechanic shop was contracted for three episodes called Rim Jobs. Each featurette would star Eddie the Auger, offering up the best rim jobs the fans had ever seen. When Eddie found out that Christy was his first, he was excited. He sat on the bar stool as Eddie and Francisco worked their magic and thought about Christy while rubbing his cock. Dickie noticed his preparing. So, Auger, I hear Christy had a couple of movies last month and earned herself a nickname. 
Dickie was finished smudging fake grease spots on Eddie's skin and stood back for a last check. Want to know what it is? A crooked smile played on Dickie's lightly glossed lips. Sure, what is it? Eddie asked. Toot sweet, Dickie said simply, then turned away to pack up his makeup kit. Francisco snorted and then started packing up his hair supplies too. What the? Eddie was cut off by Chuck's angry announcement that it was time to get on with the fucking show. Toot sweet, what the hell did that mean? Eddie didn't have time to ponder because the bar stool was taken by Chuck's assistant and people scrambled to their monitors and cameras. The assistant waited by camera one with the clapperboard, and when everyone was finally in place, a loud crack started the first scene. Whatever her name meant, he didn't care. It was time to work. Eddie the Auger Harley closed his eyes for a mind-cleansing moment and then walked over to a workbench that was strewn with tools and grease rags. There were bottles of oil, nuts and bolts, and other paraphernalia one would expect to find in a car mechanic's garage. He picked up a rag and wiped at the fake grease on his knuckles, pretending that he'd been working on a car. The sound of a little four-banger wheeled into the shop. Eddie turned slowly for the cameras and watched as Christy, in her personally donated white convertible Yugo, came to a stop in the auger's shop. Through the tiny windshield, he could see that she'd colored her hair from platinum to red, and she was wearing black-rimmed glasses, giving her a sexy, sophisticated look. The two-bit tin engine shut off, and Christy opened the squeaky driver's side door. One at a time, her legs exited, and tall pink and white checkered stilettos clicked on the polished concrete floor. Long, tanned legs lifted Christy from the Yugo, and she slowly closed the door carefully tilting her ass out so Eddie could see that her thighs were more slender with some muscular definition that hadn't been there before. As though she were in a music video, Christy walked to him, slowly. Her hips swayed from side to side. The skin on her thighs shined as the muscles tightened with every slow-motion step. But Eddie stayed where he was. He wanted to watch her body move. Two high pigtails, each tied with long pink ribbons, hung long and wavy down her shoulders. She ran her hands over her tits as they bounced beneath the tight v-neck cheerleader top. Eddie felt his pupils dilate, his cock stiffened, his blood rushed. There was a distance of only ten feet between Eddie and the Yugo. Christy covered it in less than a few seconds, and when the pink and white checkered heel stopped just in front of him, she kicked out a hip and chewed a long painted thumbnail. This porno had lines, though not many, just enough to give the wives at home some extra nighttime fodder while their husbands fucked their brains out. Christy was almost leaning against Eddie, but she pretended to look around, then said, Excuse me, Mr. Auger? I was told that this was a reliable place to get a good rim job. Bright, shadowed eyes, courtesy of Dickie, shined up at Eddie. Best place in the city. It was corny, cheesy even, but who the hell cared? 
They had both read their short scripts, and the rest was up to them. Chuck wasn't needed. Not when it came to Eddie and Christy. What they did on the set was real, and Eddie's quest was to make her orgasm true. The sexy face looking up at him was begging him to make her come. Eddie breathed in her perfume for a moment, then walked around the little car, looking at the four wheels. Why? Because the lame script said he had to. While he was circling around, Christy unzipped the back of her cheerleader top, but held it up with her arms over her large breasts. Their roundness was inviting, and Eddie couldn't wait to bury his face between them. He made his way back to the front of the car and made good on his desire. Her floral perfume wafted into his nose as he pressed his lips into her cleavage. The cheerleader top fell to the floor, and Christy stepped out of it. Her skirt would stay where it was. Nipples purled as the heat of his mouth left and the cool air hit. Slender arms draped around his neck, inviting him in for as long as he wanted. Christy leaned her head back. Red, wavy pigtails fell back, leaving her throat exposed. Eddie pressed his cock into her belly, squeezed a tit, and sucked her neck. Throaty moans filled the set as Christy enjoyed the attention. She straightened a little and with slow, deliberate fingers unzipped Eddie's mechanics uniform. She peeled it down over his shoulders, down his torso, and finally to his hips. She ran cool fingers over his skin, making his flesh goosebump and the small hairs on his chest stand on end. He turned her towards the little white Yugo and then leaned her down onto its hood. He let the overhead lights do their work on her body as she lay posed for the cameras and for him. He traced his hands down the length of her body and tugged at her skirt playfully. Christy smiled, making him smile. It was good between them. He lifted the short pink pleats of her skirt, leaned down, and spread her legs. A thin landing strip of short red hair came to a fine point, directing him to her pussy. She was a true redhead, Somehow that discovery made his cock painfully hard and fighting to get out of the monkey suit. He watched her close her eyes. Eddie gently flicked his tongue against her clit. There was an art to going down on a woman, and it was different in the privacy of your home than on a porno set. Directors always demanded pointless licking and insufficient finger action. Eddie knew it looked good on camera, but it wouldn't get Christy off. So he combined porno pussy eating with real pussy eating. Immediately, Christy was responsive and very grateful. His tongue poked into her hole and licked with long and short strokes, but then changed to actually sucking her labia petals. He applied gentle suction to her hood and then began drawing the alphabet with the tip of his tongue around her clit. Because the cameras were watching, Eddie alternated between porno style and real pussy eating as best he could. Christy's tits rose with each breath. She pinched her nipples and spread her legs wider. He worked her pussy as though she was his lover. He wanted to please her. 
Not as though there were 20 other people recording his movements, but like he wanted to please every woman on earth that needed it vicariously through Christy. Eddie demanded it from himself. To be the best he could be, because it, in effect, got him off. Once Christy's hands clutched the back of his head, he knew she was about to come. So he applied more suction and drew faster with his tongue. The cameras moved in. For added fun, he pushed a finger into her hole and rubbed the pad against the top wall of her pussy. Her hips bucked and his nose was smashed against her pelvic bone, but still he worked. Fingernails gouged his scalp. His nose was getting sore, and still he sucked and scribbled. Labia danced over his tongue and then Christie's body tensed. She held his head steady so Eddie stilled his tongue but kept the suction applied. When he felt her hole contracting, he opened to it and a small liquid gush of warmth filled his mouth. Careful to avoid her clit, he lapped her cum until her body relaxed. He stood up, his face shining from forehead to chin with her cum. The hood creaked and dented when Christy sat up and unzipped Eddie's uniform. She tugged the fabric down hard and set the auger free. It stood out 11 and a half straight inches just above Christy's chin. He grabbed both her pigtails and to his delight didn't have to tell her to open up. Lip gloss lubricated as her lips slid down, down, almost to his base. She had to get warmed up. Eddie didn't mind. He whispered sweet pet names and told her how beautiful and perfect she was. Her tight throat relaxed as he coaxed, and just like in the ten-man-lined suck, Christy, talented and dedicated, took the auger in. She braced her hands back onto the Yugo's hood and let the auger move on his own. Eddie held her pigtails and pushed his hips and pried open her throat. Gurgles and choking were at the same time real and playful. Christy backed off only when she needed air, but went right back to sucking his cock. His veins flooded with blood every time her lips compressed over them. In no time at all, his balls were soaked and dripping with drool. Before he went too long, Eddie pulled out of her mouth and guided her back down to the Yugo's dented hood. He spread her legs again. While the scrutinizing lights above could show every pimple on his ass, it also revealed the beauty of a woman's soft curves. And when Christy held the backs of her knees, the lights presented Eddie with her shining pink sex. Time for that rim job, ma'am, he announced in his best cheesy porno voice. The cameraman moved around. To make sure he kept Christy turned on, Eddie started with her tits again. It pleased him that her nipples hardened as he wanted and continued to drag his tongue down her abdomen and gave her belly button a little swirly lick for added fun. Christy's breathing was back to normal and she received Eddie's advances with renewed arousal. Nice and slow for the cameras, Eddie dragged his tongue to her asshole. The entire area smelled like female and his sexual receptors were overwhelmed by lust. He felt the ridges around the hole and flicked his tongue across them and added a nice couple of loud, smacking sucks. 
He listened for her moans and dove in again. With a stiff tongue, he poked into her asshole. The tightness convulsed and contracted around it as she loosened more and more. Eddie was soon able to push his tongue in further. He licked and sucked her hole until he felt the cameras had enough. Her pussy was still glazed, so he dipped the head of his cock into it. When he pulled out, spiderwebs of her cum glinted in the cleek lights. Eddie dipped in again for more lubrication and started to prep her asshole with a finger. His cock was in nice and deep, pushing against her cervix. He told her she was a good girl, that she was his good girl, and that made her spread her legs wider. Like stage curtains, her pussy opened to his cock, and when he pulled out, her hole was agape, and inside was a beautiful deep pink. He looked into it while he fingered her ass. He pushed his cock in for a while, so the cameras could get good tape. Her asshole was relaxing, but she wasn't quite ready for the auger. With one quick motion, Eddie flipped Christy over to her knees on the hood of the little Yugo. The hood dented a little more. She screamed out and wriggled her ass as his cock plunged into her pussy, nearly sending her to the roof of the car, and then decided that her ass would have to be ready enough. He pulled out and then put his tip to her asshole. Christy knew what was coming and braced herself. The cameraman also got into position. Because of his enormous size and girth, entry was slow. With careful pressure, he guided his head in and held it still, then eased forward and back, nudging further inside. The constricting around his cock was tight, and he wanted to dive in all the way, but couldn't. Not yet. With a foot propped on the bumper, Eddie nudged in further and further, gently gaining entrance. The moment her asshole was warmed up, Eddie plunged into the hot, tight depths. At the same time Eddie was basking in her asshole, the pressure of his thrusts caused Christie's pussy to start talking with quick putt-putts. She giggled and turned to look at Eddie. It was funny, but she wasn't the least bit embarrassed. He smiled down at her and understood now what tootsweet meant. He pushed in to see if she could do it again. Thrust for thrust, little putt-putts matched the auger until all the air was out. Then beautiful coos and pants of pleasure distracted Eddie from the pussy talk. He grabbed one of her wrists and pinned it behind her back. He could see the lobe of her big tit as it swayed. Now he was ready to fuck her. Her voice rose as he pushed his cock into her ass. He drove in rapid, hard-hitting thrusts. Christy turned her head to the side so he could see her looking back at him. She was open-mouthed and squealing. She whined for him to fuck her. Eddie forgot the cameras once again. He watched Christy's tit shake, her face turn red, and her ass as it rippled and dimpled because of his cock. Eleven inches in, eleven out. Eddie was a machinist, fabricating, forging, and fornicating with every piston-like thrust. The auger made her asshole expand. His balls hung loose and swung like big fuzzy dice. 
Then they tightened and swelled. He held Christy's long red pigtails and pulled her head back. He yanked her wrist harder and his heat rose. The auger ignited and gushed into Christy's ass. He pulled out as another, smaller spasm occurred and stroked his long shaft, watching the last of his cum spurt onto Christy's cheeks, then smacked his cock onto her rump playfully. Finally, for the fans at home, Eddie got down on his knees and spread her cheeks wide. Her hole was contracting, and one at a time, his cum, like big, round, white pearls, trickled out. For Stupid Fish Productions, this is Rose Caraway. Give a fuck, gimme, that's true indeed, like Hey, did he biggie, get biggie, get we proceed right Give him to him, grind, eh, signs of the time, hey Starving for attention in your album title, I'm gay London Bridge, London Bridge, burn it down until your kids Stay away from corny ass, that's where that nigga live I'd like to thank the following musical artists Morganti, Broke for Free, GMZ, Spec, Love Shadow and the featured credit song by K Sparks. Thank you so much for your support. Please feel free to email me anytime. I love you guys. Keeping me locked in, I'm suffering, I ain't reaching that top ten Versus getting skipped through a national jump Nothing I can do but post up and get me your blood to fuck it Well I'm waiting on these plays every month Type sick, how a hustler rapper and a slave's mind intertwined My nigga, yeah that's mine in every rhyme Apart from every line, my heart is being defined Cold steel surrounds it, warm beats inside it Extreme temperature adventurer, you seen the science Word to Bill Nye, no show, I keep my formula Top secret, mixing up flows and hot beakers Fridge is the deliverance of the lost speeches The lost thesis from the religious text you've never seen God's on my side, it's clearer Nigga, I'll ascend the charge Once they have given their heart until then Wait, wait, don't turn me off. Keep me on just a bit longer. Here's a fun little look back at the year that was. Stupid fish. Hold on, I gotta pull my shorts out of my butt. I'm freaking crying over here.
my boobies are sweating and I'm crying. <laughs> this is my hand job this arm. Discharge caused him to yelp, a rather dorky, whoa, 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 I can't do it. Balls. Prevented her from losing. My stomach is growling. <laughs> Sorry. It sucks to get stuck in the garage and have to shit in a paint can. That sucks. <laughs> Do you know what sucks? <laughs> Not that I did, <laughs> but he did. And I learned all about it. <laughs> Luckily, the paint can had a lid, so it didn't permeate the room. <laughs> oh, that's right. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. I love that. Love that. By LMFAO. Laugh in my... Yeah. LMFAO. No. Yeah. Oh, it hurts to think in acronyms. I need to buy bigger boobs. Confucius say... Pickle makes squishy bookmark. Rose Caraway say, Cock make good lollipop. Brought himself out. <laughs> I am not a potty mouth. I'm what? not. You're not a potty mouth. No. What are you? A sexy librarian. Nice. Did I tell you last night? Rolling on the mat with old... Uh, big guy what's his name forget but anyway i feel something kind of itching the corner of my mouth and i used my fingernail to kind of scratch it off and it was a freaking toenail stuck to my goddamn face (laughs) isn't that disgusting (sighs) oh my god no farting in the studio you stink oh ricky you're so good you're so good you read my mind oh ricky Oh, Ricky, you're so good, you're so good, you read my mind. Oh, Ricky. Oh, Ricky, you're so good, you're so good, you read my mind. Oh, Ricky. Oh, Ricky, you're so good, you're so good, you read my mind. Oh, Ricky. (laughs) Oh, Ricky, you're so good, you're so good, you read my mind. Oh, Ricky. You know what? God damn it. This is not a singing story. Do you hear that? It reminds me when my brother was, um, when my brother was, oh, 10 or so, he got the chicken pox. Well, we all did at the same time. My mother made us all rub together to get it, but he got chicken pox on his scalp and he was hallucinating like me. And together we were touching our, our scalps, popping the chicken pox and saying, can you hear him? Can you hear him? They were popping. That was funny. <laughs> oh, see, now it's the hick and it's going to come out. I'm going to read the whole story like that. Oh, no. Uh, I try to forget the the redneck.
Are we ready for rim job? We certainly are. Ew, I am not giving you a rim job because of the way you were telling me your butthole itched. Sorry, babe. Allergies. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Oh, it's going to take more than Claritin to clear that shit up. 